Hey friend, before we get started with this episode, I wanted to put out a quick trigger warning for the content in this episode. We will be discussing suicide at one point in this episode. And so if that is a trigger for you, I invite you to go ahead and just skip this episode and just take a listen to any of our other podcast episodes or check out our content at Mindset Coach Krista on Instagram. Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. And welcome to this episode of Color Outside the Lines. I have a very special guest here with me today who some of you may be familiar with because she has been on the podcast before. She is my former client, uh, Stacey Holland, and she is also a coach herself. And I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell all about the amazing things that she's done. But I wanted to bring her on today because we've been working together um, in her newest project. And there's just been some really incredible lessons that we both have sort of realized the amount of growth that we've seen over the last year, two years, um, even even more than that, really, but really specifically in the last few months, in the last year or so. And we wanted to share those lessons with you today. So today we're going to be talking about finding your purpose through the power of intention. And you're going to know a little bit more what that means as we dive in and get into it. But before we get started, Stacy, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us all about your coaching business. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Krista, for having me. Um, it's it's an honor to be on here a second time. In the beginning, I was talking to you and I was like, if this is my first podcast uh, interview, that's a lie. This is the second. So now I'm an official podcaster. So official. Thank <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Krista. Um, as she has introduced, I am Coach Stace and I am from Canada originally, for those who don't know anything about me. Um, I'm the CEO of Mindset Motivator Coaching, the creator of the Inner CEO Business Program, and a co-founder of the Soul Society and a brand ambassador for the Global Institute of Coaches and Entrepreneurs. That was a mouthful. <laughs> um, but I do have to say, you know, I'm also a nurse. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Um, and as a business owner, we're lots of things, right? We play so many hats. But a year ago, this was not where I was. Mm -hmm. A year ago, uh, I was in travel, you know, travel nursing as a COVID ICU nurse. Mm -hmm. And it was a very interesting time for me. Um, COVID had started in March of 2020. You know, life's going good. And then you go into this hospital for a new assignment. I was here in San Antonio. And you go in and um, you see all of these rooms set up with people that are supposed to be coming in because, you know, there's a pandemic and we, a little bit of denial. We didn't think that it was going to happen. And, mm -hmm. uh, I have to say that I've had I had some experiences that led me into my purpose and how intention really surrounded that. Um, so I will give you two specific instances as to what my why is and why I decided to step into my purpose. Um, one of them was when I was speaking with a client or a client, sorry, I'm so into the coaching brain. That's a good thing. <laughs> I was speaking with a patient who uh, had COVID and she was on a morphine drip and we both knew that uh, she was going to pass soon. And before she was into, you know, the stages of death where she couldn't speak, um, she had a conversation with me and I remember holding her hand with my glove on and my mask. And it's just like yesterday, right? These sometimes situations that are beautiful, but at the same time, somewhat traumatic, right? That's why we remember them so much. And I remember her holding my hand and she looked over at me as I'm increasing her morphine drip, right? Because I don't want her to be in pain. And uh, she said, you know, Stacy, just go and live and do what you love. And I didn't know at that time what that conversation was meant for. I didn't know if she was you know, my, my nursing brain wanted to say, 
you know, she's just, you know, she's hallucinating a little bit. She has 10 milligrams of morphine on board. I'm sure we all would say something like that. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, I think that that was a message from the higher power, from someone, from something saying, speaking from her soul to mine, you know, Stacey, it's time for you to step into your purpose. Mm-hmm. That happened in, I think it was May, May of 2020, because it was in the middle of that contract. And of course, you know, looking back, didn't think anything of it was like, okay, I'm going to help this lady pass the best way possible. And we had FaceTimed our family and it was, a, it was an emotional time, but that was the beginning of the emotions. Um, and then things kind of got worse after that when I worked in ICU. So um, the next story I will tell you is uh, when I took my second contract, I was working in Dallas, Texas. And this was when we were I'm going to say eight or nine months. So we were really in the trenches of COVID at this time. And uh, the night before coming into this shift, I was talking to my friend on the phone who was a charge nurse at one of the sister hospital. And I had another friend who was uh, there with him. And and we kind of got on the phone and sent some voice messages back and forth. And uh, it was great. I was like, wow, you know, I get to rekindle some relationships with some people I haven't seen in a long time. And we're all going through the shit. And, you know, never thought nothing of it until the next morning. And I get a little emotional at this time every time I say it because I think he's with me (laughs) when I'm saying this. But um, the friend that I was sending voice messages to uh, ended up committing suicide at work that day or that night. And so I'm going into work and it's 6am. And my friend who was a charge nurse at the sister hospital said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I found, found our friend in the, in the bathroom and he's not alive. And I thought, Oh my gosh. And I, you know, as a nurse, you learn to push your trauma away and not feel right? Because I have to go and help other people. And so I can't, I can't, I can't not be okay. So I get into work 6am, just found out one of my good friends committed suicide, who I was just talking to yesterday and not, you know, kind of having these thoughts of, I could have listened better. I could have done that better. Like, why didn't I pick up on this? Why didn't I pick up on that? And didn't even get to finish that thought. And I'm walking into another patient's room that's 26 years old and is in asystole, right? No heartbeat. So we do CPR on him for an hour and a half. And at this time, I'm like, okay, you know, I don't even know how to process what's going on right now because there is so much less in the world right now. There's, There's two people less in the world right now. And I haven't even been able to process this. And that night I went home and I cried, of course, because I just wasn't sure what to do with my emotions. And I kid you not, I, I literally heard something say to me, so like, Stacy, it's time. And I thought, it's time for what? And I thought, okay, you know what? Actually, it's time for me to li- step into my purpose. How do I really want to help people? And I realized at that moment, it was, if I can guide one life, one person into their purpose on this earth, then my job is done. And if it's just one person, then that's okay. And that's enough for me. And so here I am today. And as I joke about all of these, you know, I become the CEO of my own coaching company and a business program and a co-founder of a society of women and a brand ambassador. It took one year and it took two instances to have that moment to say, wow, Uh who do I intend to be and how do I want to live in purpose? Uh And so here I am on this wonderful podcast with Miss Krista. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you so much for sharing all of that, Stacey. And I know that story is going to really, I hope, really push a lot of people to kind of realize You know, it's really funny because as you were even saying that, I was realizing um, that I had two instances also that mine were a little bit, I will say a little bit less traumatic, but maybe not. Maybe maybe we shouldn't compare our traumas, right? Um, But mine were being fired from jobs, right? And when Mm -hmm. I was fired from the first job, which was, and I've talked about this story before, but um, it was like a horribly toxic situation. 
And I was, I had a six month old baby. I was the sole provider for my family. Um, and I was like sitting in my car on the phone with my boss being fired. And I had a panic attack because I was like, what are we going to do now? Right. And then I got out of the car and I walked around to get the baby out. And as I was walking around, I will never forget it. I heard a voice say to me, I have something better for you. And so it sounds really similar to your experience of like, it's time, right? It's time. And, and I think a lot of times I have, I hold the belief at least that a lot of times, if we can't make the decision for ourselves, that the the decision will be made for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it sure does. (laughs) Because we're meant to go in a certain direction, right? We're meant to experience certain things. And we're also meant to give our gifts in a certain way on this earth. And nobody is excluded from that right that's not that's not for certain people and not for other people it's for every single one of us so the question i would ask you stacy and i get this a lot from coaching clients as well is how did you know what your purpose was when it was time and it's like okay it's time to step into your purpose how did you know yeah that's a great question it actually happened um i knew my purpose was different than a lot of people way before this. So I was always Mm. the kid that grew up who um, lifted other people up. I was the person that um, in elementary, they sat me beside two, maybe it was one, one child at least that had ADHD. And there was one point where um, he hadn't come to school and, you know, wasn't acting himself and would just say, you know, where's Stacy? Right. So I knew my presence had an impact even from a very young age. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this question was brought up to me a lot while I was nursing. Mm -hmm. And as I became a nurse, I'm very proud of what I did. But I knew deep down the solutions I were providing were band aid solutions. They weren't life solutions, they were band aid solutions. Totally. And I knew deep down that I loved hearing. I loved hearing people figure out for themselves, like, why am I in this position? Or a conversation I can recall with a friend was, uh, you know, Stacy, why do you want to become debt-free? You're always going to be in debt, right? And so- interesting. I would say, and I learned from a young age, like, respond rather than react, right? Because leaders respond. Mm -hmm. Leaders respond. And I remember saying, well, why do you think that? Mm. Right. And then she talked herself through this process of, right. Why do I think this way? Um, So my purpose has, has been, it's been a journey of finding it and knowing deep down that I'm here to actually provide life solutions for people that my my presence is not a band-aid my presence is a, a, a solution to life mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to go through life and the challenges right so sometimes we think oh my gosh you know we're going through all this shit literally you know plain and simple we're going through this shit and you don't really realize why you're going through that process mm-hmm. until one day you get these two triggering processes that that higher power or whatever it may be the universe if you say to say like pay attention i'm telling you right now this is your purpose um i would also have people ask me if i was going to go to nurse practitioner school and as much as i loved nursing and helping people i just kept saying no and they would say why not and i said i don't know yet Mm -hmm. i don't know yet maybe maybe someday i'll do it when Mm -hmm. really deep down that didn't sit well with my gut. Am I fully capable of it? That's a question I can say yes to. Mm -hmm. But do I want to do it? No, because for me, and I'm, you know, not not dismissing any anybody who wants to level up in the medical profession. I think that we all need people in different areas of the life to to, you know, for people to succeed and, and be wanted, you know, people need nurse practitioners. But for me, that just wasn't, that's just not my plan. And until this day, I still get that question of, so when are you going to go to nurse practitioner school? You know, you've been mm-hmm. doing this, you did ICU and you did the travel and you have the money. And it's just interesting how some people can tell you 
what you think you should do for your life mm-hmm. in their perspective based on the kind of person you are. Um, so I do have to say that I'm not a Band-Aid solutioner. I'm not a Band-Aid provider, that I am a, a person who does provide solutions and create solutions for people going through the challenges and the growth in their life. Um, so that's a long, kind of long shot story <laughs> about my purpose. I never really thought about it, Krista, until you actually asked me that. But, you know, all of my experiences led me to these two specific experiences with patients maybe passing away in the ICU as they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just at those two moments where I had that aha moment of, okay, you've gone your whole life doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, let me really show you. And I decided to get my life cert- my life coach certification two days after my friend had passed away. Wow. So stepping in and leaning into, I don't really know the outcome of this, but mm-hmm. I know I'm okay. Yeah. You know, and I love that you said the thing about when you were a child, right? Because I think what happens just, just as you described in your story of people wanting to kind of push you in a certain direction, Mm -hmm. I think that, or at least in my experience with myself and with clients, that's where our purpose gets fuzzy, right? Because Mm -hmm. we get this idea of like, well, I am like, I'm pretty good at this thing and I could do this thing, you know, for a long Mm -hmm. time I did, um, I was an executive assistant and I was very good at it and I hated it. Right. (laughs) But I was really, really good at it. And so it was really hard because it was kind of like, Oh, like I could really take this somewhere. And I even started my own business running, um, a company of executive assistants, right. Where I matched people and that kind of thing. And we did really well. Um, and I was miserable. And so I think that it's really important. Well, one of the things that I noticed that happens is people start to listen to voices outside of themselves. And they mm-hmm. think that those voices are more important than their voice mm-hmm. inside themselves, right? Than their intuition, than what's yes. guiding them inside of themselves. And that is the thing that at least in the work that you and I do is like helping people come back to that intuition and figuring out like, what is, what is it that you really want? And also what is it that you are really meant to do just because you can become a nurse practitioner? You could probably do a lot of things. You're very talented. You're very smart. You can figure things out, right? You could probably do a lot of things, but what is the thing that sets your soul on fire? Right. And that is the thing that you're here to gift to the world. And I love that you were able to really quickly step into that after you had those sort of life altering experiences, you were able to say like, I already know, I already know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to pan out. I don't know all the details, which we don't have to know the details, right? We, Mm -hmm. all we have to do is take the next step, take that inspired action. You took the inspired action and then here you are now. Right. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, well, let's, let's keep going with the story. Okay. So you Mm -hmm. took the, you took the life coaching certification and then you, you set the intention, right? You said Mm -hmm. like, I am moving into becoming a coach and living out my purpose. And then what happened next? Well, the question I had to ask myself was, I know what I can do. What do I want to do, right? Because there's so many years of our life that you said, we listen to those outside voices. And at the moment that I got my life coaching certification was some, it was a pivotal point where I said, I don't care how much money it is. I need to do this for myself. This is what's going to put me into my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I did struggle a lot with outside voices, right? I got a lot of negative feedback. I got a lot of everyone's a life coach. Ha ha. You know, why don't you just work a couple other shifts or, and I thought, I don't care if everyone's a life coach. They're not me coaching though. I feel like I've coached people my whole life and I didn't even know this existed until I looked it up online and thought, dang, maybe that Mm -hmm. is for me. Right. And so my story into my purpose and, and, and stepping into what I love to do, which is providing solutions for people, right. And creating community. Um, I got my life coaching certification. I still continue to work in the ICU. Um, 
that was probably for the next six to seven months. I got my certification. I was like, well, now what? Like, mm-hmm. should I really have done that? Right. And then you start questioning yourself, right? Because sometimes if you don't have that flow, you think you're not doing the right thing. But I have to remind you, if you're listening to this podcast, that that is the dip of entrepreneurship. That is the dip of it's okay that everything doesn't look like it's in a linear line because the growth to where you get to today is not straight. Yeah. And so that was current. That was a dip, you know, six to seven months didn't do too much. Then I decided to take um, six months off work. Right. So very fortunate, saved some money, still hadn't really done a whole lot, you know, coached a a few clients here and there. I knew I wanted to help. Um, I was relationship coaching at the time in the, in Mm. the summer, summer of 2021, um, with two clients that love dearly, great friends of mine. Um, but they helped push me into my purpose even further. Mm -hmm. Right. I realized, well, relationship coaching kind of drains me. And at that moment I thought, wow, I'm really self-aware now I'm becoming Mm. self-aware. What, what lights me on fire? Okay. Well, that doesn't light me on fire. So Mm -hmm. what does? And a month after that, of course, coach Krista, who I'm talking to now on this wonderful podcast, color outside the lines, Mm -hmm. I reached out to you and I said, I think I need some business coaching. And here I thought, I needed marketing and you talked about, you know, um, working in an executive position. I thought, Oh, she has just what I need. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes the higher, the higher power, the universe <laughs> actually knows what you need more than you think you do. Mm-hmm. So yes, I got led into the right position and yes, I did coach with you for three months, but it was solely mindset. Mm-hmm. And after that mindset coaching, I took a business program, which I'm currently still in. I learned to trust myself. I learned to create a program to help coaches design high ticket programs and scale their business with a success. Mm-hmm. I have formed a society as a book club, started as a book club, but now is a actual community of 50 plus women. Mm-hmm. Um, and life is just, you know, life has become the dream. Like you don't realize you're living in your power of intention. You don't realize sometimes that you're living in your purpose when you go through those dips, when you go through those lulls. Mm -hmm. And we are so hard on ourselves with, with focusing on when, when we dip a little bit, it's okay. Actually, Mm -hmm. it's okay. It doesn't mean you're going to fail. Yeah. You you have to know that what lights your soul on fire, whatever is not for you, you end up stepping away from it, such as the relationship coaching. I was in not a great relate, you know, relationships during that whole time in 2021. I decided to let go of those. Mm-hmm. I decided to step more into what lights me up. And I'll tell you guys, you don't always know. You don't always know right away. This is what lights me up. I just know I have more to offer. I just know I'm more than what I am right now. Mm -hmm. So how do I want to identify as who I was or do I want to identify as who I want to be? Yeah. And knowing that when you are trying to identify who you want to be and who you want to become and the purpose that you're here for, you go through literal ups and downs and that's normal. Yes. You know, it's as you were saying that I just kind of had this visual come to me of like of an actual light. Like if you can imagine like a lamp and then that lamp is just covered with whatever, like I was imagining branches somehow, like maybe it's outside and it's like covered with branches. And it's like, sometimes we're like, well, what's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing? And the only way we can figure out what the thing is, is to clear away all the things that aren't the things, right? Mm -hmm clear off all of those branches and say like, okay, that's not for me. That's not for me. That's not for me. And everything that you clear away that is not in resonance with you, that is not your thing that gets you closer and closer to seeing the light. It's like getting Mm -hmm. very spiritual here, (laughs) seeing Mm -hmm. the light. And when you see that light, you're going to be like, yes, 
that is my thing. And I had a very similar experience to you where I tried a bunch of things, right? I thought I was going to be a health coach for a while. Um, I thought I was going to run my executive assistant business. I thought I was going to do all these other things. And it was like, let me try that out. Nope, that's not it. Let me try that out. Nope, that's not it. And kept pulling away, pulling away until finally it's like, okay, I see mm-hmm. the light, right? Yes. And I think it's really, I, I really love that you gave the point of, especially for those of you that are listening that are coaches, the moment you get your certification is not the moment that it all just falls into place. And then every, I mean, it could be, I don't want to put that belief out there. It it can be for you. Right. But it's also like you have a chance to really discover who you are as a coach and what you want to, what you want to be doing, what you want to offer, who you want to work with. And it can, it can yeah. be an iterative, iterative. Is that a word? Iterative. We'll <laughs> it can up, go yeah. through. Yeah, it can go through iterations, right? Um, It can be a process of going through these iterations. But Mm -hmm. the main thing, the main point is that you have set this intention of, I'm going to live out my purpose, whatever that looks like, whatever that means. And so that that intention, and you know, sometimes I think it is called a why, right? We, we could also like call it a why, but setting that intention of this is what's meant for me, right? It is meant for me to fully live out my purpose, to live as the fullest expression of myself while I'm here on this mm-hmm. planet. Mm-hmm. That intention is the thing that will carry you through. And as Stacy said, once you set that intention, all of the sudden resources will be provided for you, right? People will start to come, um, mm-hmm. money will come, all the things that you need in order to help move you towards that purpose will be available to you. And so it's okay if you're like, you know, in it a little bit and you're kind of trying to figure it out and you're kind of like, I don't know why I'm where I am right now or what I'm doing or why I'm in this program or why I'm with this person or what, whatever. But if you keep moving and you keep going back to that intention, you're going to get to the point of living out your purpose and living out your fullest expression. And so with that, Stacey, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about how you have recently, you've, you briefly mentioned the Soul Society, mm-hmm. uh, but how you have really found more of your purpose through launching well, through through the iteration of soul sister book club which has now become mm-hmm. soul society and how you've kind of found really another part of your purpose through launching soul society which just launched yesterday it just launched yesterday oh so excited and so in alignment with it well the iteration yes we're gonna use that word i love it um <laughs> So as everybody knows, and I've said this, you know, I have my own coaching business helping individual coaches, right? And and maybe that'll become a community and that kind of thing. I haven't done that yet, but that is the goal. And so I think it's important to show the world um, and people, you know, just in general that as a coach and as a business owner and as a nurse and all these things, I'm still working on myself. I'm still... I'm still growing. And I think it's important for people to see that because that's a side not everybody sees of coaches. They always see the great side of us, the happy side. We're here. We love helping you. But actually, it's a lot of behind the scenes work. And I think it's important for people to know that in order to get to the place I am now, I'm going to take you through the process of what helped me. And so I'm going to form a community with that. And so one of the other things that I have become, I said, is uh, the co-founder of Soul Society, which previously was Soul Sister Book Club. And Soul Sister Book Club was really just to have a place for women to come into who wanted to just do better in their life, right? So we had a book club. Our first book um, was How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicola Perra. It was amazing. One of the most life-changing books I've ever read. Some people showed up for the book club. Some people didn't. Um, When Francine and I, my business partner um, in Soul Society, when we would talk about agendas, we all just seemed kind of like my perfectionism was kind of hitting. Her perfectionism was hitting. We would get things done, but we kind of felt jittery. I guess the the energy that we had was a little jittery. Just we knew what we knew what we wanted. We just were like something just doesn't feel right. Like what, what, what else is, what else are we missing? Mm -hmm. 
And so we did a second book club, knowing that we knew something was missing, but let's try this again. So we had some people come into the space where they paid, I think it was $100. We kind of provided something here and there. I personally didn't feel that the book was in alignment with me. You know, this one, this one wasn't in alignment with me. And I thought, well, last time we didn't have a lot of people show up. And this one, you know, just don't really feel the power in it. I'm not sure what it is, but that's that light, right, Krista, where the first season was the branches moving off. Second season, I'm removing more branches. So third season comes around. And Francine and I get into a business meeting and we're talking and, and we say, okay, how do we really, what do we want to do? What's our goal? And she asked me to come up with the mission, the vision, and the purpose of Soul Sister Book Club at the time. And I had this idea like, you know what, let's make a soul society. Like it's sisters, but it's a society. And so it's a play on words. Let's make it funny. Maybe it's, maybe, it, maybe it's the name. Maybe that's what will make it more attractive. So that was the first good feeling. I said, okay, we're both in alignment with that. The second thing was coming up with the goal. Who do we want? Who do we want to intend to be in this community? Because if we make it too broad, it's not going to serve us. So I had to sit with it. And I thought to myself, what, a, what is my purpose again, Stacy? Like, we'll come back to, come back to it. What is your purpose again? Why do you want to create a space for women? And then I came up with our goal and I thought, this is where we're going to get the right people, Francine. We came up with the goal. It's the, to create a community of fierce women, hold the space for their growth as they step into their divine purpose and we lift them to their highest vibration, right? So with saying those words, it felt resonant. It felt right. It felt aligned instantly. Yes, right away. Then it came to, well, how much do we value ourselves? Okay, we, we really value ourselves. Maybe we'll get people to pay for the book club. Maybe we'll, you know, lots of conversation, lots of perfectionism wanted to show up again. Um, the thoughts of, well, if we do something for free, no one's going to sign up. And by the way, book club is free, actually, in Soul Society. But with the book club being free, it's our first time that we've made a couple thousand dollars. Wild. <laughs> so what was the belief? What, what shifted? What shifted was we held the belief that we intend to have women in the area and in the community who want to step into their divine purpose. And so with that goal set out, we started making social media posts. We started messaging people individually. We finally got on the call yesterday. And we said before we got on the call, we looked at each other on our cameras, on our screen, and we said, two more people. That's what we're doing. We're two more people are going to join the space and join our master classes. And we got off and one for sure has committed. The other is still in limbo, but that is the power of intention. And that's also a, a lesson that money is energy. And that when you put an energy and when you put a purpose and you intend on, on, on it being an audience that you want, it shows up and they show up and then everything is easy. Everything flows. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So just to clarify that a little bit. Um, so the book club is free. So you guys made the, made the decision that the book club was going to be free, but mm -hmm. that you were going to offer sort of like a course along with it. So there's going to be 18 yes. master classes along with the book club that are yes. paid master classes. And yes. these are all like supplemental to what's being learned in the book. So there's yes. like, um, with me, there's going to be energy healing sessions. There's going to be, um, more like coat like kind of life coaching sessions about like who are you there's going to be meditation sessions there's going to be so many amazing sessions um alongside like, to support what's being learned in the book which i think is just a phenomenal idea because so many mm -hmm. so often we read these books and we don't 
necessarily integrate or anchor in the things that we're learning as we go through these books. And so that's mm -hmm. the paid portion. And yes. I think it's really, I would love to talk a little bit about like our conversation around it. Um, mm -hmm. because, and this is kind of what, what, what struck the idea for this podcast episode for me at all was, um, whenever, so Stacy asked me to be part of the, um, masterclasses, right? She was like, I would love for you to come in and she's experienced my work. And so she was like, I would love for you to come in and be part of these masterclasses and, and run your own masterclasses. But the idea was at first for me to come in and basically the trade was going to be, I would get exposure and um, then I would come in and do the masterclasses for the chance to essentially advertise my business. Right. And so when we got on the call to talk about this, um, I was like feeling a little weird about it because I was kind of like, well, I don't really feel like so great about that, but also I love Stacy. And so like, maybe I'll just kind of get over that and do it for her. You know, maybe, maybe that's people pleasing. I don't know, but it was kind of like, yeah. I want to support Stacy. So like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do this. Right. But I still had it in the back of my mind that I was kind of like, but I, I would really feel good about doing it if I was getting paid for it. Right. And so through our conversation, we had like an hour long conversation and it was really interesting um, because I didn't have the intention of asking you to pay me, but I did have the intention in that conversation of everybody walking away feeling really good, right? I was like, I want both of us to feel like we're, we're both pumped about this. The energy behind it's going to be really good. Everybody's, everybody's feeling really good about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in that conversation, by the end of it, without me even asking you, you had said, we're going to pay you for all three masterclasses. <laughs> and yeah. it was amazing um, that you got there on your own. I mean, through our conversation, but you got there on your own mm -hmm. because then what happened next was you said, I want to pay you for these mm -hmm. three masterclasses, because if I pay you, like, I know I have to make the money for that. And so it's going to motivate me to get like, to make the money. Right. Mm -hmm. And so instead of making the money to pay me, you made the money to pay me that night. And then you've made three times that amount of money now since then. Right. We have. Um, and, and more to come maybe, right? Like this is just the very yes. beginning. And so for me, I, I was just really struck by that whenever I realized what had happened between us, because mm -hmm. I was, I felt like we had both, um, set these really strong intentions for you, what you wanted for the society and me for what I wanted my role in the society to be and how I wanted us to both feel at the end of it. And in the end, I think we, we were both able to see, and especially you, as you're launching this brand new project, you were able to really step into your power in this yeah. and not have the feeling of like, <clears throat> well, like this is new and maybe people aren't going to pay for it. Or maybe people aren't going to know what they're getting or maybe, you know, right. there was no, wishy-washiness around it, right? It was very much like, this is valuable. I know what kind of women I want in here. I know what I'm, what I have to offer. Let's go. And by doing that, the, like the energy behind the society is insane. In my opinion, it's so it powerful and so strong. And the women that showed up last night were exactly what you described and they were like ready and ready to go and ready to do do the work and like you said you set the intention and you had two more women join the paid mm -hmm. master classes and it's just really it was really um phenomenal to see you know going from the story we told at the very beginning of this podcast mm -hmm. to going to watching you literally create the reality that you want through honoring your purpose is so magical in my opinion <laughs> did you want it, to add anything to it, that yeah i would love to add to that and, and i'll be thank you so much for sharing that krista because that's exactly how it went but the part that you don't know is scarcity mindset can still show up as you're doing your growth and i will tell you guys listening to this podcast when i reached out to krista my initial thought was, I really just hope she says yes. I really hope she says yes. 
because she knows how hard I've worked and I know she's going to say yes without thinking about money. And then I thought, wait, what if she says yes and I pay her? Because what do I want to create? I want to create a community for women, fierce women to come into the space. But in order for fierce women to come into the space and step into their purpose, I need to have coaches like Krista who has done the work, who can be there for these, for these women to level themselves up. And will I get the right people in my community if I say, I just hope, I just hope you say yes, because not reflective, that's going to reflect in the coaches I ask. That's going to reflect in people I ask to just join the society. My subconscious thoughts will be, I hope you just join and it has no value behind it. So here's the growth part, right? The growth part of being a business owner and an entrepreneur and a coach and all these things is stopping yourself from that thought of the scarcity and stepping into the purpose of what you want to create. And I said to you, we're going to pay you. What do you think about this much? And you said, oh yeah, you know, that's good for three classes. And I said, wait, no, let me pay you that much for each class. And at, and that night, we, my business partner and I, I spoke to her. I told her about the conversation with Krista and we had, we had it that night and the next day we doubled it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you want to talk about intention, mm-hmm. right? Intention is subconscious beliefs. Intention is the belief that you hold about what you deserve and what you can trust and how you can support that. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So I had to ask myself, how can I support my purpose? How can I support it the best way I know how? And so here we are, a paid coach in our society. The first launch, a paid coach is pretty amazing because this is only the start. This is only the start and this is what intention does. And this is what finding your purpose does. You will stop yourself in mid thought in scarcity and say, wait, that's not a good enough. That's not good enough. I can't stay there. And you will step into your intention of your purpose. And so that's the part, Krista, um, before we even got on the podcast, I didn't actually tell you, right? You didn't know that, but Here's a lesson to everybody is that no, you know, you're not perfect as a business owner and that's okay. The more you sit in your negativity or your thoughts, right? Because your thoughts create your reality. If you choose to think a certain way, it shows up in your external world. So how did I want to shift my internal thoughts to become my external reality? And, and this is where we're at. Right. So I can only imagine what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I love, I love that we took it from where you started to this moment now, because I hope everyone listening to this, the thing that you're going to take away from this is that you're going to grow in your ability to create your own reality, but it does take a minute for your reality to start to shift, right? And it does does. take a minute for you to start to learn to manage your brain, right? Because we, we have been, you know, and Stacey and I were talking about this a little bit before we got on here, we've been in stress, we've been activated, we've been in negativity for so long. And so to get to the place of saying, you know what, instead of feeling scarcity around this incredibly beautiful thing that I'm creating and putting out into the world, I'm going to feel like this is such a gift, like people, yeah, lean into it. Exactly. And, and moving from that, it gets easier. It gets faster. It gets, you start to notice your thoughts quicker. Right. And so Stacy has gone from a point of like, I don't, I don't know what to do next to she knows exactly what she wants and she knows how to get it. And she's creating it right now. 
And that is the journey, right? That's the journey that we're all on here. I, be- I believe everyone as a business owner, I believe every entrepreneur, it's like the best personal development course ever, right? Becoming an entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. even if you're not an entrepreneur, right? That's the journey that we're all on as we dive into this inner work is we're working on creating the reality that we want, stepping into our own individual purposes, Mm -hmm. and living that out in the most beautiful way possible. And it takes work to get there. But when you get there and when you get to witness other people getting there, right? Me witnessing Stacy launch Soul Society last night was just incredible. It was, I was so honored to be a part of it because watching her, I think the word I used blossom, right? was blossom in this way was so fulfilling for me in my purpose of helping women blossom in this way, learn how to create their own realities and she's doing it. And so for those of you listening, I want you to know that this story is not unique, right? This is not a like, well, Stacy's just special. And so she can do it. She is very special, but you are too, right? You are able to create your own reality just in the same way Stacy did. And I hope her story has inspired you to let you know, like if you are in the trenches right now, if you are in, you know, depression, anxiety, like not knowing what to do next, not knowing who you are, not knowing what your purpose is, it's possible to find it. And you can literally just listen to her story over again and follow the steps, right? And it it will be a short amount of time before you are in the place where you're saying, I want to create something, I want to get paid for it. And here I am doing that, right? It's so true, Krista. Like, thank you so much for sharing that. But it's, it is with going what you just said, sometimes whoever's, you know, if you're listening to this, whoever it may be, you don't always have to know your purpose. Just like I didn't really know, you know, a couple of years ago, I can tell you, I knew what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And knowing what you don't want is actually one step ahead of you getting closer to your purpose, because you're going to make that step and then say, okay, well, not real. That's also not what I really want. So instead of saying, oh, that's not what I want. I can't do this. Say, it's okay that I don't want this. What's next? Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay that I don't want that. Okay. What's next? So really the lesson I've learned about, you know, behind finding my purpose is I'm so thankful. I went through the things that I didn't want. Mm, yes beautiful because I don't know how my journey would have went if I didn't go through those things. So if you are, like you said, in depression, if you're in anxiety, if you're a coach and you don't know where you're going next, Mm -hmm. just know what you don't want. Maybe you have to coach people that you're like, I don't really, you know, let me just try, have an open mind, have an open mind. And guess what guys, if it doesn't work, it's okay because you're ready for the next step of your purpose. Yeah. Purpose isn't always found in an aha moment. Mm-hmm. I found my aha moment after years. Yeah. From an elementary school child to a 29 year old nurse. Mm-hmm. Right. That whole time, I, there were things that I didn't, you know, that didn't light me on fire. And I said, okay, that's all right. I went through it. It's okay. What's the next step? And then you get to so many steps. And then at some point in your lifetime, the universe says, Hey, (laughs) this is your moment. And you do have an aha moment. So don't get down on yourself. If you don't know how far you've come, if you don't know what your purpose is, just know that it's okay to know what you don't want, because you will know what dissonance is. And then you will go more towards what resonance is. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, beautiful way, beautiful way to wrap that up actually. And just, just to, um, kind of close us out here, Stacy and I would love to challenge you guys based on what she just said to set the intention to find your purpose and then allow 
things to happen. Allow life to happen. Allow, Allow happen. yourself to be where you are right now. One of my favorite books is The Alchemist. Um, and he, and I'll put that in the show notes and he talks in there. It's a story about a boy going towards his personal legend, right? Which I love that. I love mm -hmm. the phrase of that, right? Cause it's the same thing, your purpose, your personal legend. And one of the, one of the quotes in there is he says that once you start to move towards your personal legend, all the universe conspires in your favor. Mm -hmm. And so for us, we didn't know really this whole concept that we're talking about of setting intentions around what you want in your life. And now that we're coaches and we're teaching it, the challenge that we want to give to you is to set the intention today, set the intention of finding your purpose. I want to find my purpose. Show me my purpose, right? And then allow the universe to conspire in your favor and give you everything you need. And don't say it's not what you need, right? When something comes to you that is helping you along the way, don't turn it away, right? Allow yourself to receive the help that you need to move towards your purpose. And that can be a whole other podcast about learning to receive, right? Oh so, my gosh, that could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> So we'll have to have Stacey back on for learning how to receive. But Stacey, did you want to leave any final words? You did wrap it up very beautifully there. But any last things you want to say before we hop off? And tell us where we can find you as well. Thank you. Uh, I guess to wrap things up, I would just say trust yourself. And if you're not in a place right now where you really want to be, start thinking about who who do I want to become and what do I have to do to get there? And you may not know the answer to that question either, but the fact that you're questioning it and the fact that you want to set that intention means that you are on your journey. Absolutely. So with that, um, I can definitely tell you all where to find me on Instagram at coaching with Stace. That is my biggest platform that I use. I would love to see anybody and everybody come into my space um, and see how I live my life with intention. Beautiful. I love it. And I'll put that in the show notes so that you guys can find Stacy. And then maybe you'll be joining us for the next round of Soul Society when it opens up again. Um, thank you so much for being here, Stacy. I just really appreciate it. And I hope you guys were all inspired by Stacy's story. And I hope you're going to go out, find your purpose and start setting those intentions in your life. And then watching as everything starts to fall into place for you. It's really magical. And I want that magic for you in your life. So thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to continue to follow along with us on this journey of um, learning how to go against society's narrative and live our own lives. Um, so hit subscribe, join us on this journey. And until next time, this has been Krista and Stacy reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.